Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, 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 and hello. Shall I keep saying hello until I've got your attention? Are you listening? You are listening. Um, uh, apparently, when um, people listen to things like when they listen to a presentation or a talk, the first couple of minutes, um, the the what is it the 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 advice is don't give any really important information in the first couple of minutes. Not that I have really important information to um, to give to you, but anyway, the advice is apparently when you are doing a talk or presentation, don't give really important information in the first couple of minutes because it takes a couple of minutes for people to tune into you to get used to hearing you and often the first couple of minutes are just there as a little buffer to help people get used to it so um that's what i'm doing now i'm just providing you with here here is my voice are you paying attention good have i got your attention good right let me let me begin then so uh i struggled a little bit while recording this episode because i'm feeling a bit rusty and I'll explain that later. Feeling a little bit out of practice. And also, I was unprepared while recording it, which was kind of the plan anyway. Um, and you'll hear that I uh, sort of make a few mistakes and uh, lose my train of thought sometimes. And there are little pauses where I'm thinking about whether I should restart the episode. Uh, but I decided not to because I didn't have time to re record it and stuff. But anyway, so I was a bit unprepared while recording it, as you will hear, but I've decided to upload uh, the entire recording without editing it because A, I don't have time to edit this and I need to publish this before I go away for a few days tomorrow. So it's a race against time. I've got to get this out there because I don't want to leave it for ages. If I, don't, if I can't up upload something today, I won't be able to upload for at least a week so you understand, I want to get it out there today. So that's why I decided not to edit. And B, sometimes I think it's better to include things like my pauses, my mistakes, my ums and errs, because it's a more realistic representation of how people actually speak. We don't always speak flawlessly, do we? And I mean in our first languages, as well as in other languages we speak. Native speakers don't speak flawlessly. Okay, flawlessly, without mistakes. The word flaws is going to come up again in this episode. Native speakers don't speak flawlessly. Everyone makes little mistakes. And that's fine because it's all about connection, not perfection, as the girls from All Ears English will tell you, and they're right. So anyway, you can expect in this episode, you can expect some news, some information about what's coming from Luke's English podcast over the next few weeks. Uh, some details of my appearances on a couple of other podcasts that you could listen to, some interesting recent correspondence from listeners, and a couple of songs on the guitar. Um, all delivered to you in an unplanned and slightly uh, faltering 
manner. All right. This episode is sponsored by me (laughs) and my premium content. If you become a premium subscriber, you can access all my other episodes in which I focus specifically on teaching you vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation with plenty of examples and the usual stupid fun as well. You can find out more and sign up to LEP Premium by going to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info. All right then, good. So let's get started properly. Let the rambling commence. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, listeners. How are you? Hope you're doing okay. This is episode 675. And this episode will be just me talking to you. Uh, There's no interview with someone else. I'm not doing a specific topic. It's just a chance for me to have a little chat with you, just to kind of, what's the word, what's the phrase? Um, just kind of update you on what's going on here at Luke's English Podcast headquarters. Uh, this is one of those rambling episodes where I talk about various things, give you bits of news, and generally just kind of um, just ramble on a little bit. Okay, so I'm going to talk about, yes, some some podcast news, some other people's podcasts, some other stuff you can listen to. I mean, other stuff with with me in it, of course, because why would you want to listen to anything else other than my voice talking to you about stuff? Anyway, I've been on other people's podcasts, a couple of other people's podcasts recently, so I thought I'd tell you about that so you can check them out. I'll be sharing a couple of bits of correspondence from some listeners. There'll be probably some general silliness, probably some tangents, maybe a song or two or maybe three, we will see. So first of all, let me talk to you about what's coming over the next few weeks. Um, By the way, listeners, this episode is not very well prepared, uh, which makes me feel a bit odd when I'm doing the podcast. I say a bit odd, I mean it's a bit uncomfortable in some ways. It's actually been a while since I recorded an episode of the podcast. Um, The last one was episode 674, of course, but I recorded that one at the beginning of the month, at the beginning of July. It's currently Thursday, the 23rd of July, as I record this. Uh, So yes, I recorded the last episode about three weeks ago and then uploaded it sort of, I don't know, what was it, a week ago, something like that. And in the meantime, in that between recording that episode and now, I actually haven't been able to do any podcast recordings because I was teaching during the day, okay, teaching on Zoom, which is sort of an interesting, different experience. That's another story for another time, discussing the pros and cons of teaching on on Zoom. Uh, I'm not sure where I stand on the experience, really, of being an online teacher. Anyway, so I was teaching... um, for a, for a couple of weeks, so I didn't get a chance to do uh, any podcast recording. I've been writing, I've been preparing episodes, as I'm going to tell you later on. But anyway, the point is that I didn't, I haven't really had a chance to, to do this for about three weeks. And it feels a bit weird. I feel a bit rusty. What's rust? What do you mean rusty, Luke? Well, first of all, rusty in this context means I think you can guess. It just means that I'm... It's, it's a little bit difficult, you know, I feel it's a bit like if you haven't spoken English for a while, you know, if you're learning English, you haven't spoken English for a while. The fluency 
doesn't come very easily. The words don't come. You feel a bit inarticulate, maybe less confident. Suddenly you lose your words and things like that. Um, for me, I feel a little bit rusty um, today. Rusty, the original word, the, the proper meaning of rusty is when metal reacts with water. For example, if you have an iron gate and it gets rained on a lot, the the gate might get rusty. It's like you get this orange sort of, um, what is it? Some sort of oxide. What is rust, says Luke? What is rust? I'm now Googling this. Rust is an iron oxide, usually reddish brown oxide, formed by the reaction of iron and oxygen in the presence of water or air moisture. So it's basically when metal, probably iron, uh, reacts with water. And so things get rusty, like an old gate might be rusty and it doesn't open very well. Your bike might be rusty if it's been out in the rain and the chain doesn't you know, move through the gears very well. You need to oil it and clean it. So uh, I'm feeling a little bit rusty, even just after three weeks of not doing this. Um, and this episode isn't fully prepared because I'm I'm kind of, uh, it's a bit of a race against time at the moment. Oh, I don't know where to start. Um, but anyway, it's a, it's a race against time. I need to record this episode uh, this afternoon. And it's a bit unprepared, but that's fine, isn't it? Because um, this is just a chance for you to listen to me speaking in an unplanned way, which um, which is fine, isn't it? You don't mind, do you? No, we don't mind, Luke. Okay, good. Um, I think maybe sometimes when I talk in an unplanned way, it makes it even better because it's sort of natural and authentic and all those things. Um, oh, how do I... Okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll tell you... I've, I've told you what I've been doing the last three weeks. I'm now going to tell you about what's coming over the next few weeks, okay? And why I'm doing this. So, first of all, get to the point, Luke. I, okay. So, I'm going on holiday in August, right? Um, I'll be going away from the beginning of August till near the end of August. So, I probably won't be able to puni- uh, punish anything. Puni- I'm not punishing anything. Why? What would I be punishing? I don't don't know. Don't don't press stop on the recorder, Luke. Don't stop and start again. Just you said something weird. Carry on. It's all right. Okay. So I won't be able to publish anything uh, while I'm while I'm away. So that's one thing I need to tell you. So that might mean that there's um, that there's no content coming in August. So at the moment, this means I'm working flat out. I'm working hard trying to create enough content now which I'll probably publish in one go before I go away so before I I go away I might kind of dump loads of content on you and go there you go listen to that um, while I'm in while I'm in August (laughs) you see what I mean see what I mean this is weird it's a little difficult Um, so I might uh, give you loads of episodes um, just before I go away on holiday you to listen to but uh, but i it depends on whether i have time to do it i'm not complaining i'm just explaining all right so i'm working flat out trying to create enough content now which i'll probably publish in one go and then you can work your way through it during august but if i can't do that for example if the next i think it's about a week maybe two a week and a half mm. having a drink of water there uh, if i can't do that then there will be radio silence from the free podcast uh, during August. 
but there should at least be premium content coming in July, which should be enough to keep you busy. All right, is this clear? Hmm. So at the very least, I'll be publishing premium stuff, but hopefully I'll be able to publish a bunch of free episodes as well. Um, So it's going to be a bit like buses. You wait ages and then three come along at the same time. Uh, I'm not sure I'm making sense, but I'm going to carry on. All right. So you might be thinking premium subscribers will be thinking, Luke, what's the premium content? Please tell us about that. Well, I've been working this week. I've been working solidly on uh, producing a series about homophones. Homophones. Now, I could make some stupid joke here about what are they like sort of gay telephones, but I'm not going to make that joke. You sort of did, though, didn't you? But no, I didn't really. I said I could make the joke, but then I didn't. But you did say the joke. Never mind. Anyway, I wouldn't make that kind of joke. This is a stupid joke, isn't it? Um, homophones. Homophones are words that sound the same, but they're different. Okay. And we have loads of homophones in English. Uh, and um, the thing about homophones is because we have so many of them in English, first of all, it makes it difficult for learners of English to deal with. So I mean, I'll give you an example. Here's a little sample little sample of some of the premium stuff that is uh, on its way so for example we have um hmm just trying to find a good example hold on a minute okay so what was i saying there are loads of homophones in english like for example the words uh floor and the word floor. Yeah. Floors and floors. So floor meaning floors in a building, the first floor, second floor, third floor, or, uh, you know, don't drop that on the floor, meaning the the bottom part of a room. Uh, you've got the ceiling at the top, the walls on the sides and the floor at the bottom, which is, you know, different to the ground, which is when you're outside. So the ground is like the is is actually outside. It's the surface of the earth that you walk on. That's the ground. So anyway, uh, the word floor and and the word f- another word floor. Oh dear, floor. The first floor there that I just mentioned. First floor, second floor. That's spelled F L double O R, right? The other floor is F L A W. Okay, and those kinds of flaws are, for example, imperfections, uh, mistakes, things like that. For example, well, one of the examples I came up with was uh, the space shuttle or the the, the rocket uh, exploded uh, during takeoff because there was a f- a tiny flaw in the um, in the fuel uh, system. Because of a small flaw, like a little imperfection or or a blemish or a mistake, um, mm-hmm, that's why that's what led to a explosion occurring in the rocket, which ultimately led the rocket to explode during takeoff. Okay, so we've got two words there: flaw, first floor, second floor, third floor, and a flaw in the design. Okay, a defect, um, a fault. Okay, so that, that's an example of two homophones. And uh, do I have a joke for you there? I think I do, don't I? Joke one. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Why? Uh, I've just made up this joke as well. Why wasn't the architect allowed to build a bungalow? Why? Why wasn't the architect allowed to build a bungalow? 
A bungalow is a... I'm going to ruin the joke now. A bungalow is a house that uh, doesn't have any stairs in it. How do you get to the other floors? No, there are. there's only one floor in the house. Okay. Why wasn't the architect allowed to build a bungalow? Because there were too many floors in his design. Okay, that's one of mine. Yeah, I just made that up while preparing the um, the premium episode I've been working on. Anyway, the premium episode is all about homophones, and I've got a massive list of common homophones and loads and loads and loads and loads of jokes as well. So I've been working on that solidly all week. So that's what I plan uh, slash intend um, slash hope to upload um, for the premium subscribers before I go away on holiday. Um, and if I get a chance, I'll also upload some other uh, free episodes as well. Hmm, okay. This is an exciting episode so far, isn't it, listeners? What about the free episodes? Well, I'm going to record some stuff over the next week or so. Maybe something with uh, my brother James and my parents, if they're up for it. Um, hopefully something with a friend of mine who is an antiques dealer. Um, I'm speaking to him. I'm supposed to be speaking to him uh on zoom or skype or something this evening uh so if i can get that prepared i'll upload that before i go away and maybe something else on my own and also i've got an interview next week with quite a big guest who i'm currently waiting for confirmation from so i've been arranging an interview with quite a big guest. I'm not going to tell you who it is because I want to keep an air of mystery. And also I won't reveal who it is because there's still a chance that it might not happen. So anyway, so I've got stuff in the pipeline. I just don't know if I'll be able to publish them before I go away. Do you get the picture? Okay. Also tomorrow I'm going back to England uh, for about five days, which is a bit weird because obviously I'm a bit cautious about going into the airport, taking a flight. I'm allowed to. Um, the UK has opened its borders again, so I'm allowed to go home. So I'm going to do that. Um, and um, so I'm feeling a bit cautious about that. I hope it's going to be safe and all that stuff. I'm, I'm going to be very careful. I'll be obviously wearing my mask at all times during the uh, time I'm in the airport and on the flight and all that stuff. So anyway, I'll be very cautious. Um, but I'll be back in England for a few days um, and then coming back here and I'll have a few more days to to work on stuff and then off on holiday. We're staying in France on our uh, for our holiday. We're not going to be flying anywhere or anything, obviously, because that's going to be that would be too complicated. Uh, even going to the UK would still be a bit risky and stuff. Um, um, so anyway, um, so. Wow, I nearly pressed stop on the recorder there because I felt like this wasn't good enough. It's all a bit complicated. Um, am I going to press stop? Am I going to start this again? Oh, dear. No, I'm not. All right, that's the challenge. Did I say this would be a challenge? To be honest, I've tried to start this episode about five times already. This is, I think, the sixth attempt that I've had. And each time I've stopped because... I haven't been happy because I feel like I'm just rambling without getting anywhere and repeating myself and it's not funny enough and all that stuff. But, um, you know, I'm not going to press stop. That's the challenge. I'm not allowed to press stop now. I've been doing this particular recording now for 15 minutes, so I'm past the point of no return. Okay. All right. So, do you get what's going on? (laughs) Move on, Luke. It's okay. All right. So, there'll be the premium series... 
or there will be the premium series plus one or two free episodes, or there'll be the premium series plus loads of free episodes, which will arrive all at the same time. It all depends on how productive I'm able to be. In any case, if I don't publish any free stuff before I go away on holiday, here are some episodes of other people's podcasts that you could listen to, which feature me if if it is indeed me that you want to listen to. So uh, I was invited onto several uh, other podcasts recently. So the first one was the Real English Conversations podcast, uh, which is hosted by Amy Whitney. She's a Canadian English teacher. And um, I talked to Amy about the question of whether you can learn English or indeed any other language without studying the grammar. Can you learn English without studying grammar? People often say that, don't they? People often make claims that you can learn English to fluency without really having to work on the grammar stuff. People say that you shouldn't work on the grammar stuff, that uh, like studying grammar is a bad idea. Um, And then there's the more traditional approach which says you should be learning the grammar. So anyway, if you'd like to hear me discussing that with a fellow English teacher, um, you can you can listen to that um, conversation. Real English Conversations, uh, that's the name of the podcast, and I will be putting the link up on the uh, page for this episode. I'll probably stick it in the show notes as well. Um, I can't remember the name of the, the, the number of the episode. Real English Conversations. Here we go realenglishconversations.com. Come on, internet. Can you open the website, please? Do it now. The the internet can never be fast enough, can it? (laughs) Even though it's like incredibly quick, like it's sending data all around the world at almost like light speed. If it's just slightly less than light speed, you're like, come on! We just demand nothing but uh, perfection from the internet don't we at all times and if it's slightly slow like ah throw the computer out the window so realenglishconversations.com podcasts real english conversations doobity do what was the number of the episode there's been a few episodes since the, the one i was in where is where's my episode a little bit difficult to find all the episodes i have to say of real english conversations This is annoying. It's it's really hard to find it. Oh, come on. Oh, damn. Oh, I really want to start this again. You've no idea how, how close I am to uh, just completely ditching this. But you know what? I can't because if I do that, then I'll have to start again. And then I won't have enough time to finish this. Uh, because I've got to go and pick up my daughter from the creche, as you know. as It's what I always say. So... Uh, Amy Whitney. No, it wasn't this email account. I've got so many different email accounts. <laughs> Life is a bit complicated at the moment. All right. So let's see if I can find the email that Amy sent to me, just so I can find the blooming number of the um, the episode. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Okay. Interview with Luke's English Podcast. That's the name of the episode. And it's it's episode number 55, English interview number 55. For some reason, it was difficult to find on her website, but I'll put the link in the show notes and on the page for this episode on my website, and then you can click it and you can find it. Alternatively, search your podcasting app 
for Real English Conversations and then search for uh, English Interview 55, Luke's English Podcast, English Lessons and Learning Tips. And that's where you'll find it, okay? And I talked to Amy Whitney for about an hour um, all about that question of, you know, basically how do you learn English and do you need to study the grammar? Okay, fine. What about the other uh, podcast that I was um, featured on recently? The other podcast was called, or in fact, it still is called, uh, The Instant Feedback Podcast. The Instant Feedback Podcast is hosted by a friend of mine called Marcus Keeley. Marcus was in an episode of my podcast once. In fact, he was in three episodes. Let me search for those. I'm just going on the internet searching for Teacher Luke Marcus Keeley. This is how often I search for my own episodes. I just go into Google um, and just include the word Teacher Luke and then the keywords that I'm looking for. And often that's how I find uh, the episodes I'm looking for. So Marcus Keeley was in episodes 278, 279, and I believe 230. Quite a long time ago now. Marcus is from Northern Ireland and he's a comedian. And uh, so Marcus and I talked on his podcast about various things, about my life in France, about my, about how moving away from uh, the UK, moving to a different country has affected my identity, uh, whether I feel like it's kind of, you know, changed my identity or um, whether I still feel British or if I feel like I'm becoming French. We also talked about uh, the comedy scene in France. We talked a little bit about um, Northern Ireland as well and the English that you can hear in Northern Ireland, uh, including the Ulster Scots dialect, which is one of the dialects of English that you can hear in the British Isles. And the Ulster Scots dialect is not one that you will be familiar with. It's in fact not really one that I'm familiar with. It's a proper dialect because it's not just an accent. Obviously, in in Northern Ireland, they have um, accents which are different to mine. And if you listen to the podcast, you'll be able to hear Marcus's Northern Irish accent and you might be able to tell differences. It's quite interesting. I think you should. You should uh, listen to different accents in English. It's very important to expose yourself to different accents. Um, But also, Marcus uh, tests my knowledge of Ulster Scots by doing a quiz. And you can see how much Ulster Scots I know. And I have to be honest, I don't know very much, which was actually quite uh, embarrassing in a way. Is it embarrassing or is it just interesting? I don't know. I mean, I've never really been exposed to Ulster Scots English. And so I suppose it's natural that I don't really know many of their words and what they mean. But it's just interesting anyway to 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 hear and to listen to. And I think it's a good conversation. So that is uh, the Instant Feedback Podcast episode number... Oh, God, here we go again. Instant feedback podcast. Um, Luke Thompson. This is what I'm now searching for. Is it going to tell me exactly what I want to know? Okay, now I'm I'm just getting lots of uh, links to back to my website. Oh, I'm sorry about this, listeners. This is what happens when I don't have enough time to uh, properly uh, uh, prepare myself. Some of you are listening to this going, he was unprepared in this episode. Hmm. Well, it did say, doesn't it? The, the the title of the episode does include the word bramble. Maybe I need to make it explicitly clear in the title of the episode that this is, an, is very much an unprepared ramble. 
I think maybe I'll call it an unprepared ramble. That maybe that will, uh, maybe that will uh, help. Why is it so flipping hard to find these things? Okay, I'm in my podcasting app now, looking for instant feedback. There it is, episode thirty-two. Anyway, you'll find the link um, on the page for the episode and in the show notes. So I suggest that you listen to my conversation with Amy Whitney on the Real English Conversations podcast, and you listen to my. Uh, conversation with Marcus Keeley on the Instant Feedback podcast. Those are two other episodes of other people's podcasts that you could listen to if you, um, you know, if you're looking for other stuff to listen to. Okay, then. Right. So what else did I want to talk to you about? Um, Oh, yeah, that's right. I recently, at the end of the recent Rick Thompson report, was that episode 672? Don't know. At the end of that episode, I asked my audience, I asked you to do me a favour. I said, could you let me know what your favourite episodes of the podcast are? And various people got back to me through various channels, you know, comments on YouTube, comments on my website, uh, tweets, Facebook, email, and so on. So I got lots of lots of uh, different comments from various places. And generally speaking, the response seems to be like this like basically we like everything but especially ones with your family and with amber and paul so like episodes with my mum my dad my brother seem to be super popular and also episodes with amber and paul are really popular as well um i got you know comments saying that they liked other things too so that's good anyway i'm not planning on changing things very much i'm not going to make a radical overhaul to the way that I do Luke's English podcast. It's always going to be the same kind of thing. But anyway, it was good to know. I thought that you might like might like to know. Um, it's sort of traditional in these uh, episodes, these rambly episodes, these newsy rambly episodes, for me to share uh, my top countries for the podcast. Let's see, what's what about... Hmm, what, what, do we want? what do we want? What time period do we want? The last... Hmm, how about the last... Um, Let's have the last week. Okay? No, no, no. The last three weeks. So since the 1st of June, what's been the top... What have been my top 10 countries? It's probably going to be the usual the usual suspects, isn't it? I expect. Here we go. I'm now going to tell you. So Ukraine... Well, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is the top 10. Ukraine in 10th place. Uh, Germany in 9th place. Spain... In eighth place, United Kingdom. Uh, in one, two, three, oh, okay. it's always the same. I always lose count. Ten, nine, eight. United Kingdom in seventh place. United States in sixth place. Again, you know, a surprise. Uh, don't you know your own language? Eh, it's probably it's probably foreign students in those countries. Poland in fifth place. Taiwan in uh, fourth place. Oh, is it controversial that Taiwan? And China are listed as different countries. That is controversial. As we don't write to me about that, okay? It's nothing to do with me, okay? Uh, Japan in third place, Russian Federation in second place, and China are up there in first place. Well, there are a lot more Chinese people, so maybe that explains it. It's just there's more people in China, so naturally they're going to be the number one. But anyway, there you go. Did you find that interesting? Yeah, it's all right. Some of you are going. Where is my country? You need to spread the word about my podcast if you want your country to go 
up in the rankings. But thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, Comments and emails of the week. Okay. Now, comment of the week or email of the week is... um, it's, It's quite sort of haphazard. It's not really... I can't really keep track of uh, the specific week. Basically, if I like an email or I think it's great or if I like a comment on the website, I'll say comment of the week. It's even possible to get three or four comments of the week. But anyway, here are some recent emails and comments of the week. So this is a uh, an email from Elmer. And it came in a while ago, actually. I've been meaning to read it out on the podcast. So this is Elmer from Germany. Um, she sent me a message, um, basically on the feedback form from my website. Where are you from? She's from Germany. How long have you been listening to Luke's English podcast? Uh, since February, 2020, she said, uh, the question is, what do you like about Luke's English podcast? She said everything. That's great. Uh, if you could change something about Luke's English podcast, what would you change? She wrote nothing, which is really nice. Um, I know the usual things that people would write if they could change it. They say probably the usual things would be stuff like, "Mm, it could be a bit shorter. Although, to be fair, not that many people write that to me. Oh, I wish your episodes were shorter. It's very rare that people write that. What people quite often write is, oh, can you do transcripts for every episode? Oh, that's a complicated one. It's very difficult for me to produce transcripts. It takes ages and ages and ages really hard for me to sit down and listen to myself and type it all out it's just i can't i don't i can't have to, i don't have time but there's the transcription project and if you want more information about that go to the website and just click on transcripts in the menu and uh, you can find out about the transcription collaboration project the orion team um, who work hard to produce transcripts so there are transcripts, they are made by listeners, and they're proofread by other listeners who've got, you know, really good English. So you could check out those transcripts. Anyway, um, uh, the other question is, how do you listen to Luke's English podcast? She said, iTunes. Oh, this is interesting. Do you listen to the end of each episode? She said, yes, of course. Thank you. Do you have any other comments or feedback? And this is where the email started to get quite extraordinary. Now, you know that I'm a big fan of the Beatles, right? I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Some of you are probably thinking, I eh, don't like the Beatles, eh, whatever it is. I, you know, it's, I can't account for everyone's tastes. I happen to be a big fan. I also like other bands. But um, this is where it started to get extraordinary. This is kind of for the Beatles fans. But anyway, um, Elmer's, Elmer's email was filled with the titles of Beatles songs. And it's quite amazing. So let me read it to you. Let's see how many Beatles songs you can identify. Beatles fans, how many Beatles songs can you identify in this message? So she wrote this. Please, please me and read this email. Dear Luke, because I don't know if I deleted my first email or if I sent it across the universe to the other Luke, I decided to write another special one from me to you with a little help from my friends. I've been listening to your podcast since February, and do you want to know a secret? The chains are broken. I've got a feeling for the English language, and my listening skills are getting better and better all the time. I listen to Luke's English podcast here, there, and everywhere, eight days a week. Don't ask me why I discovered it so late. 
with Luke's English podcast, In My Life, I feel fine every day, especially in these difficult times. Your mother should know that she has an amazing, kind, honest, funny and creative son. Thanks. That's nice of you to say that. Her two boys are so special and an amazing family. That's nice. Thank you. I want to tell you that Luke's English Podcast is a great help for English learners. Yes, it is. I hope it won't be long till my English is as good as I would like it to be. Don't let me down and please keep going in what you're doing. I send all my loving to you and your family, especially your sweet little girl. I wonder if her name is Michelle. Stay healthy, take care. And if it's all too much, uh, hmm, and if it's, and if it's too much loving at the end, because we don't know each other, I just want to say good night. Greetings from Elmer. And she wrote, P.S. I hope this is not a grammar disaster. It's not actually. Elmer, it's great. Uh, and she said, it's not my fault. My friends from Liddypool or Liverpool whispered the words in my ear. So, wow, that's actually quite incredible that you can fit in so many names of Beatles songs into a coherent email. Let me just go through the songs just in case you didn't notice them. So the first one is Please Please Me. Uh, we've got Because is another one. Across the Universe, From Me to You, with a little help from my friends. Um, Do You Want to Know a Secret? Chains, I've Got a Feeling, uh, Getting Better, Here, There and Everywhere, Eight Days a Week, Don't Ask Me Why, In My Life, I Feel Fine, Your Mother Should Know, um, Boys, uh, I Want to Tell You, uh, Help, Yes It Is, It Won't Be Long, Don't Let Me Down, What You're Doing, All My Loving, Girl, Michelle, The End, and Good Night, all of them Beatle songs. Wow, amazing. So I had to reply, obviously, in, in, in a similar way. And I said, wow, I am the Ing man, goo 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 So that's a reference to uh, I am the walrus, I am the egg man. But I am the Ing man, like Ing English. Mm. And I wrote this, hi, Elmer, I love getting emails like this at any time at all, because it makes me feel like it's my birthday or something. I'm flying. I really dig it. Every little thing in that email is impressive. Would you mind if I read out the email on the podcast at some point? I'd like to share this with my listeners. Blah, blah, blah. She said yes, by the way. Anyway, I should probably get back to my wife and daughter because I don't want to spoil the party we're having together this Sunday afternoon. So let me say again, thank you, girl, for sending your words of love about my podcast. More episodes are coming soon. And um, when you want to listen to something in English, you know my name look up the number. So there you go. That was my response, which also had a few Beatle titles in there as well. For example, any time at all, uh, birthday, something, flying, dig it, every little thing, uh, get back. I don't want to spoil the party. Thank you, girl. Words of love. And you know my name. Look up the number. Also titles of Beatles songs. Wow. Pretty good. Pretty good. Well done, Elmer. That's impressive. It's great to get emails from such um, inspired people. Um, and it's also nice to hear from a fellow Beatle fan. Here's another email of the week that I got from Victoria. Actually, not an email of the week. It was a comment of the week. An email, not an email, Luke, a comment. A comment from Victoria that arrived on the website in response to the last episode, which was all about um, uh, driving and people having car accidents and stuff. 
So she wrote this. Um, uh, as for the topic of the episode, I've never been in a car crash myself, although I have a story to tell. It happened about six years ago when I was in my second year in college. So this is Victoria's story. Okay, are you ready for a little story? I just, I'm reading this one out because I think it's descriptive and I found it impressive to read. So she wrote this. It was a few minutes after a class started when my friend Lena stormed into a classroom and slumped into a chair in front of me. Her winter coat was slightly dirty, her hair was a bit of a mess, and her hands were trembling while she was fishing out her textbook and other stuff. Lena is a type of person who's always in a rush, and she bumps into things. So knowing that, I didn't ask her what had happened right away. However, as time went on, I noticed that she was rubbing one side of her body and occasionally her knees. My other friend, who was sitting right next to me, noticed that too. When we asked Lena what was wrong, she said that a car had hit her just a few minutes before. To say that we were gobsmacked would be an understatement. Her tone of voice was so casual, and it seemed that she didn't really give much attention to the whole situation. We asked her how she felt, and she said that she felt a bit dizzy. My friend and I told her to go to a nurse, but Lena refused and carried on writing in her notebook. We tried several times to convince her to go to a nurse, but she just didn't want to hear us. She didn't want to hear us out. All this time, Lena didn't stop rubbing some spots on her body. And when it was time for a short break, we noticed that she was paler than usual. Although she smiled and she was chatting with us, she told us uh, that uh, when she was in the middle of a zebra crossing, so crossing the street, um, a traffic light changed to red all of a sudden. It was supposed to blink green for a few seconds before going red. So this traffic light was known for its acting up. It was acted up sometimes. She started running towards the other side of the road, but was hit by a car. Lena was a, a lightweight girl. The next thing she registered was that she was lying on the bonnet of a car. She was lying on the bonnet of that car. Apparently, um, the driver of the car started pulling off without looking at the zebra crossing. So uh, they didn't notice a rushing pedestrian. A rushing pedestrian? Hashtag Russian joke. They didn't notice a rushing pedestrian or a pedestrian rushing, ac- a Russian pedestrian rushing across the street. Lena hopped off the hood of the car, uh, or the bonnet, depending on which uh, version of English you would like to use. She hopped off the bonnet of the car, I'd say, or hood, I don't mind if it's hood or bonnet, but I think you should probably use the same, you know, word throughout the email, no, just to be consistent, I suppose. It doesn't make a big deal. It it doesn't make a big difference. It's not a big deal. Lena hopped off the hood of the car and headed over over to uh, the college building. To be honest, I don't really remember whether the driver got out of the car and offered some help or not. After Lena told us this story, she lifted up her sweater slightly and we saw a few forming bruises, a a few bruises that were forming. Oh my goodness. Shortly after that, she said that she felt worse. She said that she was feeling worse. In the end, she went to a nurse and then she was sent home. She didn't show up um, at classes for a few weeks after the incident. Apparently, she got a concussion. Concussion is when you hit your head and it's a sort of a head injury. 
It, um, I mean, should I just Google it or should I try and explain it myself? If you get concussion, it means like you hit your head, but you suffer some, you don't get severe brain injuries, but you suffer for a few days. It takes you a few days to recover. Um, and you can get headaches, you can feel weak, you can feel sick. Um, according to Wikipedia, concussion is a mild traumatic brain injury, typically defined as a head injury that temporarily affects brain functioning. There you go. So it's concussion. So she had concussion. Um, where are my notes? Where was I? She got concussion. Thank God it wasn't serious and she recovered quickly. Well, wow. Lucky that she was okay. But it sounds, I just like the way she described it. You know, that um, the way that Lena came in. What was it? What did she say? One of the thing that one of the things I liked at the beginning was this: Lena stormed into a classroom and slumped into a chair in front of me, which suggests like she bam came in quickly and threw herself down, slumped in. It, you know, if someone did that, you'd you think, "Hello, what's going on here?" And then you know, when you see when you if you see her appearance, she's kind of scruffy, dirty. Seems to have some injuries. You, you might start to worry. I just like that. I thought it was descriptive. But also, I, f- I felt sure that the story was going to end differently. Which is good. It's a good uh, feature of storytelling that you can maintain someone's interest all the way through. I felt sure the, sto- the story was going to end differently. I was concerned, first of all, that the story would end in a tragic way. And I'm thankful. I'm, I'm happy that it didn't. Also, I mean, I've been, you know me, I, my brain is full of science fiction films and things. And I was, I thought for a moment that when Victoria started writing, we saw some bruising. I thought she was going to write something like this. We saw some bruise When she lifted up her sweater, we saw some bruising and what looked like cuts to her skin and metal plates. And it was then that we realised she was a Terminator. That's just how my head works. I've been watching clips of the Terminator on YouTube while getting distracted from from my work. Anyway, thanks for your uh, comments. Thanks to Elmer and Victoria and to everyone else who's been writing comments on the website. Plenty of people who are regular commenters um, who are writing funny things and, you know, having discussions and stuff like that. Uh, It's nice to read your comments. Thank you for your emails and stuff too. I'm sorry if I haven't replied to all of them. Um, but I do read them all, even if I don't get a chance to reply to them. It's nice to hear from you. It's nice to get, uh, you know, comments and feedback and, uh, and stuff like that. All right. Where are we in the episode? I think we're, I think we're near the end. I think we're near the end now. I'm going to just do a couple of songs. So let me just try to summarize really clearly what I was saying earlier on. So um, I don't have a lot of time over the next few weeks. I'm not complaining. Uh, I'm very happy in my life. I'm just telling you this just so you know where you are with Luke's English podcast. So premium subscribers, you should get a series coming uh, before I go away at the beginning of August. Fingers crossed. Uh, free episodes. There will be, I hope, a couple of free episodes coming before the holiday, but it all depends on whether I manage to manage my time properly and get them all out there. But if I don't manage to do that, you can still listen to those episodes of other people's podcasts in which I've featured. Um, 
and that will give you stuff to listen to. There was Real English Conversations, episode 51, with uh, Amy Whitney, talking about whether you can learn English without studying the grammar. And there is the Instant Feedback podcast, episode 32, where I talk to my friend Marcus Keeley, and you can listen to his accent from Northern Ireland and our conversation about all sorts of things. Uh, So check those things out. Okay. Right. I'm now going to play the guitar. Okay. If that's not your cup of tea then um then you know nice one thanks for listening and i'll speak to you in the next episode okay uh, whenever that arrives uh, but if you are happy to listen to me singing my songs not my songs other people's songs to be fair then stick around and that's what you're going to get now and uh well beatles songs yep i'm going to do two beatles songs i'm going to do the first one i'm going to do is called for no one Right, let's see if I can get this right. Okay. Just typing for no one chords. So this song is a McCartney classic, a Paul McCartney classic. Bears all the hallmarks of a classic Paul McCartney um, song. Um, Don't know what else to say. It was it's it's from the nineteen sixty six album Revolver. Um. What else can I say about this? The song is about mm, the 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 pain, the heartache of realizing that uh, the the one that you're in love with uh, doesn't love you anymore and doesn't need you anymore. That's what the song is about. And one of the great things about it, I mean, the original version is obviously incredible because it has the orchestration. And it's also got his amazing bass line, which somehow manages to tie the whole song together. Um, um, But I'm going to try and do a version on the acoustic guitar. Okay, no need to go on about it anymore. I'm going to pause the podcast now just to make sure that this guitar is in tune. Okay, and then I'm going to sing a little song for you. Okay. All right. We are in tune, I think. Here we go. All right. You might be thinking, hmm, is this a comment about your the state of your relationship, Luke? No, it's not. It's just a great song. But it, I, when I listen to this, I do think about where Paul got the inspiration for this. He was pretty young. He was in his early 20s when he wrote the song. I do wonder about, like, it's one of the things about being a Beatles fan is that you can't help speculating about their lives. It's always a mystery. Even when you... You know, when you read about it, even when you get lots of information about everything that was going on in their lives when they wrote the songs, it seems that you can never be satisfied. There's always more that you want to know. Um, So I'm always curious about what was going on in the relationship between Paul McCartney and Jane Asher, who was his girlfriend at the time. A lot of the songs he wrote during this period, I think, were inspired by what was going on in his relationship with her. But we've never really known, we've never really found out He's never really talked about his relationship with Jane Asher. She's never talked about it either. She could have done. She could have written a book. She could have made loads of money writing a book about it all. But she's sort of, um, she's chosen never to talk about it, which is kind of quite, uh, what's the word for it? Respectable thing to do. She's just, she kept it all private, which is very sort of, um, yeah, re- uh, very respectable. Um, anyway, here we go. 
Your day breaks, your mind aches. You find that all the words of kindness linger on when she no longer needs you. She wakes up, she makes up, she takes her time and doesn't feel she has to hurry. She no longer needs you, and in her eyes you see nothing. No sign of love behind the tears, cried for no one. A love that should have lasted years. You want her, you need her, and yet you don't believe her when she says her love is dead. You think she needs you. No sign of love behind the tears, cried for no one. A love that should have lasted years. You stay home, she goes out. She says that long ago she knew someone, but now he's gone. She doesn't need him. Your day breaks, your mind aches. There'll be times when all the things she said will fill your head. You won't forget her, and in her eyes you see nothing. No sign of love behind the tears, cried for no one. A love that should have lasted years. And all the uh, Beatles fans at this point can't help hearing the opening bars of the next song on the album, which is Dr. Robert. Um, Lovely little track, isn't it? Lovely song. I'm going to do another one from the same album, also by Paul. And this has got to be one of the most beautiful songs that he wrote. Um, Apparently, this this is one of Paul's songs that John really liked. And I think that when Paul wrote it and played it to John... Uh, John actually said directly to him, you know, that's a really beautiful song. And they didn't do that very much. They were very, very, very close. But being sort of um, like blokes from the north of England, uh, from, you know, that that generation, not the kind of guys who would talk directly about their feelings and emotions to each other, actually. And so it was quite rare of them to speak so uh, candidly about their feelings about different things, which is odd when you think about them. You think about them as being so emotionally open and so emotionally sincere, but uh, they didn't always voice their feelings between the two of them. Instead, they were sort of just an understanding, an unspoken understanding, I think. It's, It's so fascinating the the relationship between john and paul um you know the more you know about it the more fascinating it becomes but um john did say that he thought this was a really beautiful song so and that that's quite significant you know if you think the subject is significant the song is here there and everywhere um 
another typically Paul song. Um, Paul's Paul McCartney sometimes criticised for writing songs that seem sentimental or too sweet or something. I don't really agree. I think um, they're, they're 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 pretty, um, they're melodic, they're not necessarily cynical, but I think that they're not just shallow. They're not um, they're not lightweight. I think there's proper serious songs and there's darkness in there too. It's not just lightness and sweet. There is darkness. As you can hear in some of the choice of the chords, like there's some, he mixes up minor chords and major chords to good effect. Anyway, I'll let the song do the talking. Let's, can I do this properly? Let's see. I'll do my best. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Actually, before I start, this one, written around the same time, on the same album, I think probably written about the same girl. And this one, it's it's like a, another side to the story. So this is just a pure love song. Um, it's just interesting that on the same album, he's got one song about the girl that horrible feeling of realizing that she doesn't want him anymore but then on the same album there's this song which is just all about how happy he is that she's in his life and um just a pure sincere statement of love um so again what's going on what was going on in this relationship i don't know but anyway here it is to lead a better life I need my love to be here Here Making each day of the year Changing my life with the wave of her hand Nobody can deny that there's something there Running my hands through her hair Both of us thinking how good it can be Someone is speaking But she doesn't know he's there I want her everywhere And if she's beside me, I know I need never care. But to love her is to need her everywhere. Knowing that love is to share. Each one believing that love never dies. Watching her eyes and hoping I'm always there I want her everywhere And if she's beside me I know I need never care But to love her is to need her everywhere Knowing that love is to share each one believing that love never dies Watching her eyes and hoping I'm always there 
I will be there and everywhere here there and everywhere okay listeners thank you so much for listening thank you for being what subscribers to my podcast thank you for sports <laughs> thank you for supporting the show sporting thank you for sporting the show no thank you for supporting the show i told you i was rusty didn't i ah right anyway that's the end of the episode okay why is it so difficult to end an episode right anyway that's the end of the episode thank you for listening you're a wonderful 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 human being and i'll speak to you again in some way in another episode soon okay all right then cheers bye-bye bye 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 were you guys competitive writing with each other did you compliment each other me and john Mm -hmm. yeah we were competitive yeah not openly but we we later admitted yeah you know so paul's written a good one there i better get going and i would similarly "Mm, that's a bit good right here we go come on peter written strawberry fields I would write Penny Lane, you know, and he's remembering his old area in Liverpool, mm-hmm. so I'll remember mine. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, did you compliment each other? Once. One John time? John gave me a compliment. In how many years? <laughs> What's coming old? <laughs> no, um, I think it's Revolver, but it was Here, There and Everywhere was, was one of my songs on it. And um, but John sort of, just when it finishes, that's a really good song, that. I love that song. And I was like, yes, he likes it. You know, I've remembered it to this day. It's pathetic, really. Did you ever heap praise on him? Yeah, I would tell him his stuff was great. Mm. You'd normally have to be a little bit drunk. (laughs) It helped.
Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.